Well, good morning, everyone. Good morning. We are going to uh, be singing this morning out of the New Voices Together, so let's start with a song before I even say anything. Number two, I invite you to stand with me if you're able. Number two, but we're going to get the basses starting first, so if you're a bass, if you like to sing real low, start with us. Keep that going. Here's the melody. Welcome, everyone. Exploring Voices Together. We're dedicating this resource for worship um, here at EMU today in this campus worship service. I'm really delighted that you all are here. I'm Brian Martin Burkholder, university chaplain and also coordinator of, of this worship space and other faith and spiritual life endeavors on our campus. Still learning the culture of doing this service here in Martin Chapel. When you come in, most times we'll be pointing you toward one of the books. It may not be the only resource we're using, but we'll use it. So get used to coming in, scanning in if you do, or just greeting whoever's scanning, and look for which book we're using and pick it up. And at the end of the service, if you would return it, preferably to the same cart, that'll help us a lot. If you didn't pick this up today so far, you, you may go back and get one or raise your hand because we're using it pretty much throughout the service. And even if you're not singing, following along may be of interest and sharing as well. In this space, um, we gather for worship. If you need to take a quick break for the restroom or other needs, it's through the door over there where Elizabeth is 
into the open gathering area and you'll find restrooms. And there may be a water station there too. Drinking fountains are still closed for the most part across campus. For campus worship, we are, um, it's one of the options. And always on the same weeks for the Convocation Point program, there are breakout gatherings. These um, Convo breakouts, most of them happen weekly. Um, one, today there's a, just a one-time event. This happens now and then, the top one, a meet and greet with service recruiters. Um, recruiters looking for folks to do projects over the summer or maybe in a gap year or after graduating for a year. Um, pretty cool options. They'll be here all day too if you want to check them out uh, in the Campus Center greeting hall. And also there's a lunch in the West Dining Room where you could come and just listen in to the options. I'll be hosting that. If you don't have a meal plan, uh, we'll cover your meal costs today too. It's in the West Dining Room again. The Coffee and Convo meets every week, conversation hosted by our Dean of Students, Shannon Dykus. The Climate Listening, Listening in a Time of Shifting Climates is every other week as well. Um, our Climate, our Center for Sustainable Climate Solutions. The Growing Your Purpose, Discerning God's Purpose or Call in Your Life is every other week as well. And then sometimes the interfaith leadership, it's at the bottom, and soul stories happens. I just want to remind you and your friends that you have options every other week. The opposite weeks were in Lehman Auditorium for the larger group gathering the convocation. Today we focus on exploring voices together, and I want to acknowledge our professor of music, Benjamin Berge, for coordinating this service and the chamber singers who are enlivening the music for and with us, please contribute fully as well. Later in the service, we'll have a time of prayerful dedication. Thank you very much. Thanks, Brian. We'll continue uh, in singing number 11, Mountain of God, number 11, written by a Mennonite from Canada, Phil Campbell Enns. And you'll notice that it's on a facing page with a piece of art. And there are indeed 12 pieces of art throughout the collection. <clears throat> so number 11, Mountain of God.
Well, good morning, everyone. It's a pleasure to be with you this morning for this special uh, dedication and uh, for a time to worship together. Uh, so while I would love to talk with you about every aspect of this project of, of a new hymnal, uh, I don't have nearly enough time to do it. So I'll just do a brief introduction and we will um, sing for a good portion of this morning. Uh, but just to give you a brief background on Voices Together, it was a four-year process of creating a new hymnal for Mennonite Church USA and Mennonite Church Canada. And it was quite an undertaking with a timeline that was actually to be done in about half the time as the previous hymnal, the Blue Hymnal Worship Book. And I served as the music editor for this new publication and then also the compiler and editor of the accompaniment edition. So we spent the first year listening, listening to the broader church through surveys, visits, conferences, meetings. We searched for people's heart songs, their stories and values that they have for this new collection. Some of our initial questions included things like, how would we listen to the church? How would we listen to the Holy Spirit? How would we decide what to carry forward or how to leverage technology? How to do it in half the time as the previous committee? How would we decide what to preserve from previous collections while also balancing musical priorities, textual priorities, the church year styles, time periods, etc. So we needed to separate our personal preferences from the call and discernment of the whole church. In addition to the listening we did in the first year, we also opened a submissions portal for people to submit items for consideration to the project. And then we also searched lots of other collections, uh, lots of new streams of content, leading to tens of thousands of songs and worship resources that we reviewed. We then spent a couple years with uh, thousands of Google Docs and dozens of Google spreadsheets, countless Zoom meetings, uh, and this was before Zoom became uh, an infamous thing, uh, and then we had two full months of in-person meetings together. We reached out to dozens of experts and consultants, representing different constituencies who were more qualified to speak into the process in those certain areas, especially when they represented voices that have so often been underrepresented. Now some ask, why a new hymnal? Well, one of the reasons is that it was roughly time since hymnals are and have been generational, with about 20 to 30 years between them. As wonderful new material comes out, it's able to replace things that perhaps did not get as much use. Now, of course, there are many, many difficult decisions to be made, but we sought balance in as many categories as possible to be able to resource our two diverse denominations for this next generation. Hymnals are a living theological document, so we took our role very seriously. And as a Voices Together committee, we sought to build off of the important theology and history of Anabaptist worship, and each new collection calls for new songs, new resources, new perspectives, gaps that can be filled to resource topics. In our case, things like creation care, singing lament, expanding representation. A collection of worship resources and songs is difficult to curate for a diverse population across two denominations in two countries. So our goal was for it to be both representational, 
to be able to resource our broad congregations and to be prophetic to God's call for this next generation. So half of the material and voices together is uh, from previous Mennonite collections, which means that about half is new, with wonderful and creative things having been written since previous collections. New ideas, new images. There are things from Mennonite World Conference songbooks, as well as some things that have not been in the collection for a while, or maybe repurposed with a new text or a new tune pairing. There are also now songs in all 26 plus languages that are spoken as primary in Mennonite worshiping communities in North America. And so uh, you may have questions about the process or want to know more about the project. Uh, We've written many guides, blog posts, we've done virtual launches that have been recorded, resourcing events, and all of that can be found on voicestogetherhymnal.org. Uh, where there are lots of resources, recordings, where you can learn about all kinds of things. Um, So many of the songs we use this morning might be new, and uh, while I don't usually like to use like all or mostly new things, it is sort of the, the, the purpose of this morning, so feel free to give yourself grace whenever needed. If you need to listen for a little bit till you get a new song or, or uh, whatever, that is fine. Um, and the chamber singers are here to help teach along so you can listen uh, and and learn. So enough talking. Uh, Let's continue in singing with number one. Number one, summoned by the God who made us. And I would invite you to stand for this one as well. And even though the text may be new, it's to a uh, possibly familiar tune that's often used with Come Thou Found. Summoned by the
I invite you to turn to number 786, a scripture reading that we will read together. 786. I invite you to join on the bold print. Now, thanks to Christ Jesus, you who once were so far away have been brought near by the blood of Christ. Christ is our peace, the one uniting opposing groups and breaking down the barrier of hatred that divides us. Christ made the law of the commandments barren so as to create one new person out of the two groups, making peace. Upon arriving, Christ announced the good news of peace to those who were far away from God and to those who were near. We both have access to God through Christ by the one Spirit. And number 389, together. 389. Together. I will see. 
So I mentioned that one of the things added in, in this collection is a collection of artwork um, by Anabaptist artists uh, from different mediums. And so I invite you to turn to 334, 334, a number which you will not actually find, but you will find it on a facing page with 333. And that is because the numbers would detract from uh, the actual art by the person. Um, and so what we're going to do is um, an extra, so one of the things we can do having artwork in our, uh, as a worship resource is do something called Visio Divina. Uh, if you've ever participated in Lectio Divina where you read a uh, passage of scripture several times prayerfully, contemplatively, looking at what um, stands out, how you hear um, God through the passage, it's a similar idea but with art. So um, I invite you into uh, prayerful openness uh, for this, trusting in God's creative spirit that was at work within the artist is now here at work within us and will guide us. So I invite you to look at this image and let your eyes stay with the very first thing that you see. Keep your attention on that one part of the image, that first catches your eye for the time being. Try to keep your eyes from wandering to other parts for now and breathe deeply as you let, your as you let yourself gaze at that part of the image. Now let your eyes gaze at the whole image. Take your time and look at every part of it to really see it all and reflect on the artwork for a minute while you breathe.
feel free to consider some of these questions. What emotions does this image evoke in you? What words or phrases, sensations or visions does the image stir up or bring forth in you? How does this image lead you into prayer? Does it invite praise or lament, thanksgiving, wondering, something else? Feel free to let these prayers take form and offer them to God in silence. Amen. These works of art also come with artist statements in the Worship Leader Edition. This was written by Anne Hostetler Berry. Well, the art was done by Anne Hostetler Berry, and she wrote this um, artist statement. It goes as follows Inspired by the work of black artists and designers, including Emery Douglas, Aaron Douglas, Faith Ringgold, and Jacob Lawrence, Alive, the title of this piece of art, is an unapologetic commentary on the concepts of dark and light within the context of life and death, and the ways in which blackness often wrongly evokes negative, dehumanizing associations. As the focal point in the composition, the black cross or tree conveys strength, power, beauty, Meanwhile, the supporting imagery emphasizes the scriptural themes of transformation and renewal emanating outward from their rooted and grounded source. Dark and light result in a visual narrative that acknowledges loss while simultaneously celebrating creation, inviting us or perhaps commanding us to open ourselves to change, reclaim our humanity, and safeguard the humanity of others. So in response, I invite you to sing with us number 174, 174. We'll sing the first verse in unison, just the melody, and then we'll do parts the rest of the way through.
you could have a seat if you'd like. I'm welcoming Elizabeth Eby um, to join me in leading our litany, responsive reading of um, dedication for Voices Together. Elizabeth is one of three student leaders of our um, hymn sing. It actually happens again tomorrow evening right here in this space. It's every other Thursday. And um, we want to acknowledge that the seminary community uses this resource as well, along with other resources. Um, Perry Blosser is um, the, the lead musical coordinator and music leader for Chapel Gathering, Seminary's Chapel. It happens Tuesdays at 11, right in this space as well. If you would join us always with the all part in bold but also labeled all, we appreciate that. As we dedicate voices together, we join our voices with the voices of those who taught us to sing and pray, friends, family, church communities, those who stand beside us, and those we have never met. With the voices of those who go before us in faith, 16th century Anabaptists and medieval mystics, 20th century activists, and early communities of Jesus followers. We join our voices. With the voices of those we know from scripture, Paul and Silas in prison, Mary overcome with joy, Miriam and Moses, psalmists and prophets. We join our voices with the voices of those who speak and sing and sign in many languages in communities large and small, urban and rural, emerging and established in many expressions of worship and music. And when we struggle to join our voices, we pray for, for patience as we learn new ways of worship and song for understanding when we encounter the unexpected, for forgiveness when we rush to judgment, for wisdom in choosing what and how much to attempt, for courage to take risks and to fail, for faith that we are held in God's grace, for hope that we can grow together as the body of Christ, for love of God and neighbor, strengthened and expressed through worship and song. With gratitude, we give thanks to God. For poets, composers, and visual artists who help us sing and pray in ways that are both familiar and new about changing realities and eternal truths. We give thanks to God for communities, denominations, and publishers, volunteers, supporters, and donors, for the hundreds of people and the tens of thousands of decisions that create a hymnal and worship book. For the communities of worship and song that surround us, filling our hearts, stretching our minds, moving our bodies, and stirring our spirits. We give thanks to God for Voices Together and dedicate these books and the worship they support to the glory of God in Jesus Christ through the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. I want to personally thank um, Benjamin Berge for his contribution as music editor and as a representative
of all those who poured their love and passion into this project. Thank you. We'll sing two more songs this morning and I would invite you to stand for both of them. First, number 42, 42, a hymn by poet Becca Lockman, set to a tune that you might have heard before with the text, Hark I Hear the Harps Eternal. And I'll have chamber singers actually sing the first two verses and invite you to join us on the third.
thank you for singing with us this morning and for dedicating voices together. Announcements. Uh, we got a few just to highlight and then you can check out the next two weeks for yourself as well. So today there are two sport events happening. A women's soccer game at four and then a field hockey game at 7 p.m. And tomorrow at 11, you can paint pumpkins, which sounds fun. It will be moved inside if it's raining, but Thomas Plaza otherwise. And then also tomorrow, we have uh, launching open conversations. If anyone wants to join me in um, mealtime to talk about what it means to be human. Um, and then also at 9.30 is hymn sing, as Brian mentioned earlier. And then there's some other stuff going on that you can also look at. But besides that, thank you everyone for coming and go in peace.